0: My husband broke up with me on our honeymoon because his mom told him to do so. Now I need advice on what to do next. Before we jump in, make sure to subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications by hitting that bell. I'm a 28-year-old female. My husband, who's 30, left me on our honeymoon. I still have seven nights left here and I'm numb. I don't know where to go from here. So let's start from the top. I met Artie at college. It was love at first sight. He's gorgeous and funny and we hit it off from the first time we met. He was my third serious boyfriend. The others being in high school and I was his first. He is shy and introverted and I'm loud and extroverted. But we worked. He balanced me out and I brought him out of his shell. We got engaged two years ago while in Paris and the last two years we spent planning our wedding was fabulous. Artie and I rarely argued. We came from homes where both of our sets of parents screamed and fought. We were good communicators. Or I thought we were. The only bone of contention in our lives was his mother. She was not happy he was getting married. She never liked me even though I tried my hardest to get her to. Anyway, the wedding, despite this, went off without a hitch. His mom was actually very nice and hugged me. That was Saturday. Sunday, his parents drive us to the airport and we set off for Hawaii. Sunday through Tuesday night were fantastic. We went swimming with dolphins, a truly magical honeymoon, until Tuesday night. We are getting ready to go out and I notice he looks like he's going to cry. He bursts out into tears and I've never seen him this way ever. Between sobs, he tells me he can't do this. That he's made a mistake and he feels like he's suffocating. Calmly, we talk things over and he tells me that he has felt this way for the last two months but didn't want to hurt me. He says, that he feels like he never got to experience dating, and that he isn't sure I'm the one, because if I was, his mom would like me. I am besides myself at this point, in tears, and I had to get air, so I left to take a walk. He tells me he's sorry, and then backtracks and says, uh, let's just finish the honeymoon, and maybe we can get counseling. So I go for my walk. I'm sitting by the ocean, crying my eyes out. After 30 minutes, I come back to the room, and his stuff is gone. He left his ring and the stack of cash from our wedding, we took his spending money. I call his cell phone, no answer. I call his parents' house, and no answer. Finally, I curl up and cry myself to sleep. The next morning, I have a long text message from him. He wants a divorce. He says I can keep our puppy. He will move out of the house we bought. He then says he wishes me good luck, but it's best if we do not communicate further. I go to the front desk, and I start bawling to the front desk lady. She's very helpful. She gets me out of the honeymoon suite and gets me a regular room until I decide what I'm going to do. I call my folks. And my mom already knew his mom is bragging that her son, quote, dodged a bullet. My sister, my best friend in the world is headed here tomorrow and will be staying with me since I've decided to stay for the rest of the trip to get my head on straight and to make some semblance of this. The man I loved with all my being ripped out my heart and I don't know where to go from here. What should I do? The most cowardly concept in this entire thing is that he knew for two months and didn't say anything because he didn't want to hurt her but yet had no problem hurting her in the middle of a honeymoon and left her in Hawaii by herself without even verbally communicating that to her. That is Brutal. That is something you wouldn't even do to your enemy, let alone the person that you believed you loved enough to get married to them. I just can't understand how he didn't come to this conclusion before and how much of this was really influenced by the mother demanding him not to go and get married with this girl. I'm assuming based on the way this was told that the mother was always against it and the husband was resistance against that mother, but eventually that resistance gave out. It just happened at the worst time possible. So let me know what you would do if you're in a situation like this and is the husband a jerk or not? and why. Am I the jerk for telling my son exactly what my husband did despite him begging me not to tell? I have a son, Adam, who's 14 years old from my previous marriage. I'm currently with my husband of four years and I handle everything related to Adam's school. He has a friend, Dean, who's also 14 that he started hanging out with a year ago. Dean is an amazing boy and he's been nothing but a great influence for Adam. I met Dean's dad, Mike, who's a single dad and we'd see each other daily for school pickups slash drop-offs. My husband kept asking about Mike and pointed out that he's being boundary stomping but I disagree. Unfortunately, Adam, my son, fell sick months ago and had to undergo surgery recently. It's been hard but Dean kept visiting. Sometimes Mike would come too and my husband would either ignore Mike or make passive comments towards him. Mike picked up on that and I told my husband to knock it off because his hostility affected Adam and Dean as well. Days ago, I found Adam crying in his room. This was weeks after getting discharged. I asked him and he said Dean sent him a text telling him that they were no longer friends and blocked his number. I was confused. They were fine. I wanted to go talk to Dean but the next day I found his phone in my husband's car. I confronted him and he said that he borrowed it from Dean but I didn't buy the story. After pushing he confessed that he stole Dean's phone at the hospital and sent Adam a text telling him not to contact him again. I asked why and he said it was all Mike's fault for being too close to me acting inappropriately and said that he didn't want to directly tell Adam to no longer speak to Dean and chose this strategy to not make Adam hate him while keeping Dean and by extension Mike away. This hit a nerve so hard I started screaming at him. He said he already expressed how uncomfortable he felt with Mike being around and I kept brushing it off and I said it was because how ridiculous his arguments were. Mike has been nothing but respectful and helpful. I yelled calling him insecure and unreasonable also cruel for causing Adam heartache with this stunt. He Begged. I don't tell Adam, but I took the phone and I returned it to Dean and I explained to him and Adam what actually happened. Adam is no longer speaking to my husband and he is blaming me for telling instead of keeping it between adults like I'm supposed to. So, am I the jerk for telling my son exactly what my husband did despite him begging me not to? So, the husband felt uncomfortable with Mike being around his wife. He told the wife that he was uncomfortable with that situation. The wife thought it was ridiculous. And want to listen to it. But instead of making a decision publicly and telling her, I don't want you to see Mike anymore or hey Mike, I don't want you to be around my wife anymore. He decided to include the boys and twist up their entire friendship so that he could get what he wanted just so he didn't have to be direct about it. That is a very cowardly way to get out of actually having to address the issue head on, which he probably thinks he did because he told his wife he was uncomfortable, but actually telling them the decision instead of indirectly lying about it and making 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 Adam, the boy, take the emotional brunt of the whole situation for something that had nothing to do with him in the first place. Hurting Adam was just collateral damage to the husband. It seems like he couldn't care one way or another about if he was hurt or not as long as he got what he wanted out of the situation. That's some snake tear behavior right there. But let me know what you think. Jerk or not a jerk? And what would you do in this situation? Am I the jerk for screenshotting messages that guys send me and sending them back to their mothers? I'm an 18-year-old girl who's in college at the moment and I've been bullied by three guys in my class who have taken to messaging me online with rather gross messages and NSFW pictures that I'm sure you can all fill in the gaps without me going into detail. I should have reported them or just blocked them but I had had enough. So I screenshotted every message they sent me and I found their mothers through their Facebook pages and I sent screenshots to them including an explanation of who I am and how their sons had been bothering me. Their mothers were horrible. Horrified and shocked by what I had sent them, explaining what was going on and all three mothers are on my side. Some of my friends think this is genius and exactly what they deserved, but some of my other friends think I took it too far and it was out of line to put that on their mothers and also how I don't know what their home life is like. Am I the jerk for doing this? Should I have gone about it in another way? For the people that said this is going way too far and everything, the OP actually does clarify later on that she already tried reporting them, but they only got a warning. And the messages and pictures started after that as if to prove that she couldn't do anything. So she only ended up doing this after figuring reporting them again wouldn't do anything since it didn't didn't do anything the first time. But anyway, there's no question about it. These guys are absolutely in the wrong. And what else is she supposed to do if they won't stop? I mean, is she going to physically go and try and scare them? Maybe in the right circumstances, but what if she's not capable of doing that? She wants the bullying and unsolicited spicy pictures to stop coming in. And it sounds like they're not taking no for an answer. I mean, in a situation like this, she's not the one that's going out and antagonizing these guys. They're the one that's coming to her and she's telling them no and they're not stopping. So in certain cases like this, you got to do what you got to do. And if this is what you felt you had to do to make them stop, then that's what you had to do. But maybe you have a totally different take on this. Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for making my boyfriend feel uncomfortable after he insisted on joining us on Girls Night In? My boyfriend, who's 27 years old, started asking to join me in my girls night in. Every time I try to say no, he'll be like, I have to join you or you'll have to cancel. It made me and the girls miserable having to sit there with him in the middle. This past Friday, he insisted to join us again. I had enough and I came up with an idea to get him to hate hanging out with us. I made a plan and told the girls what we were going to do and they were down for it. The girls came and my boyfriend immediately sat down and started ruining our conversations by steering them towards him slash his work and achievements. So here's what I did. I started bringing up gross slash embarrassing subjects and the girls were eating them up by talking about them in detail. Subjects like doing the deed, bleeding, which is his most sensitive spot, cramp diarrhea, hairy legs, farts getting trapped and coming out the front, squeezing poop out of our faces, cramp diarrhea, dirty underwear, and once again, cramp diarrhea. We talked about this stuff in boring detail. Like I could feel his discomfort without even looking at him. But when I turned to see why he got quiet so suddenly, he was getting red in the face and had sweat all over his forehead. I bet he found himself unable to relate to these subjects and couldn't take part in these conversations. He got up from the couch, ready to head out. I looked at him and just asked where he was going. And he was just like, I just, uh, I just remembered I have an important meeting with the guy in about 10 minutes and uh, I have to go now. He rushed out telling us to have fun and the girls and I started laughing hysterically. He came home and braided me for saying I made him feel uncomfortable slash sick with those horrible subjects that I kept bringing up. I said, what are you talking about? This is the typical stuff girls talk about all the time, but he insisted. I made him upset and caused him to leave. He declined to speak to me and he's been quiet since then. So was I the jerk. So does the boyfriend not want her to have girls night in because he thinks that she's going to do something devious without him or is it because he is uncomfortable spending? spending time on his own without her. Whether it be because he doesn't have other friends to go to or he can't entertain himself on his own. From this story, it's kind of hard to tell which one it is. It might be a blend of the two, but the fact that he's so resistant to her going and doing something on her own in the first place is strange. All people need time on their own, time with their friends, and they don't have to constantly be around the person they're with. And maybe that's just how his previous relationships have been and he feels like that's how it ought to be. I mean, the OP could have just said, no, I don't want you to be there. But instead, they took this sly approach to try and gross him out to make him leave kind of an indirect communication technique, which might work in the short term, but doesn't really resolve the core issue that's at play here. But let me know what you guys would do if you're in this situation and jerk or not a jerk and why. Am I the jerk for revealing to my dad's wife the real reason why me and him were never close? My dad practically gave me up to his sister from the moment that I was born. I'm 27 years old now, I'm a male. My mom died when she was giving birth to me and my aunt told me he never recovered from that because he blamed me for her dying. It hurt a lot as a kid, at family events, that he would ignore my existence. When I was a little older, he got more vocal about me killing my mom, and he can't stand to look in my face. You can imagine the amount of therapy that that put me in. I used to go to church crying because I was scared about going to hell for doing that to my mom. That's how much his words messed me up. But the worst part was that I never stopped trying to be accepted by him. After my high school graduation, he told me to never bother him again, since he legally has no obligation to me anymore. Since he was sending my aunt money to take care of me around that time, as when I finally started accepting that reality, So from there, we moved on with our lives. My aunt doesn't talk to me about him. Sometimes my grandparents do, and that's how I found out that he got married. They were mad he didn't invite me to their wedding, but to me it didn't matter because we're not close. But it was his wife who wanted to meet me. It's the first time that he wants to make contact, and it was to pretty much say that she wants me in their life. She doesn't know the real reason why we're estranged. He asked me to please not say anything, and maybe this could be a way to reconcile after all. But... He was only doing it for her. That much was clear when we talked. I never said... I would, but still he insisted on us meeting at their place because she really wanted to meet me there. All she thinks is that we're estranged for not getting along in my teenage years, going to college, losing touch because of life stuff. And it pissed me off that he played it off as us just not talking for petty reasons. Meanwhile, the actual reason damaged me for years. I told her the truth. Everything he said to me. That he was never a parent to me. That it was all my aunts. It was Definitely a shock for her. The outcome was a disaster. Everyone has heard about this now. My grandma's, in particular, told me that she understands my anger, but this was his chance at finding someone since losing my mom, and now it's been put into jeopardy. My dad is devastated. They think it was going too far to ruin his marriage that way when he was willing to include me in their lives, which could have been the start of our relationship. And they say that not only did I ruin that, but also possibly wrecked his marriage. She just doesn't agree at all with what he did and that it could have been avoided if I didn't say anything. For me, it was hard not to tell the truth after the lies made it seem like it was nothing serious. I couldn't ignore what happened after what I did. I don't know if it was the right call since I put their whole marriage at risk after all, but am I the jerk? With something as big as this, why would you want to start a lifelong relationship with everyone not being exactly on the same page? The wife clearly wants to meet the OP, the son, and know the whole story, but yet the dad perpetually. The lie and has a surprised Pikachu face when the OP just tells the truth. I mean, what did he think was going to happen? The sad part about this is it all boils down to the self interest of the dad. Would he have reached out to the OP to make amends if it didn't directly benefit him for his love and his marriage? Probably not. And that's what makes this so sad and real. That once again, the OP is just used as a tool, as a pawn for the purposes of their father. And when he's no longer useful to his father, he's discarded, like some le- Leftover trash. But how do you see this whole situation? And jerk or not a jerk, and why? Am I the jerk for telling my husband off for wanting me to let my infertile brother in law and his wife experience childbirth by being with me in the delivery room? My husband's brother, who's my brother in law, 37 years old, and his wife, my sister in law, who's 35, struggled with infertility for years after trying so much for so long, they decided to stop. But started sort of living the experience of having a child by doing things that parents do like getting a nursery, and also by buying baby clothes, toys, attending school shows, etc, etc. I'm seven months pregnant. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law have been asking many questions on what it's like to be expecting. It was bothersome with them getting involved, but I grinned and I bared it until they requested to be with me in the delivery room to experience childbirth with my baby. I said no, and I stood firm, but later discovered that my husband volunteered his place in the delivery room to give his brother and his wife both a chance to have this experience. We had a fight and I told him off. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law came over to try to talk me into it. I nicely said no, but they pushed me. So I blew up telling them their fertility problems are not my fault. I know this is harsh and I regret saying it, but I also told them to get therapy. My sister-in-law started crying. My brother-in-law asked me to take time to think, but I rudely said there was nothing to think about. My mind's already been made. They left and my husband started raging. After yelling at me about how this is his child too and how rude and dismissive I was to his grieving and struggling brother and wife, he told me to look at him in the eyes and tell him if I would be happy to ruin his brother's marriage when I can do this small yet graceful deed to help my brother-in-law and his wife process their trauma and finally make peace with it. I felt so much anger, I cried. He told me to get over myself already and stop being purposefully selfish and petty. We're not talking now. And he says, it stays this way until I say yes. I might have acted cruel, but I just wanted him as the father of my child to be there with me and I don't feel comfortable with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law being there. Am I the jerk? This is all red flag city. Everywhere you look, there's red flags here. I think the brother-in-law and sister-in-law do have some sort of issues going on. They're trying to have this weird simulated life as if they are the ones pregnant. I mean, how is being in the delivery room going to make it seem like you're experiencing pregnancy? You can just go watch a video of that. And I don't think it ends there. They're in the delivery room and they give up the seat and they give up the space where the husband would have been. But then what's next? It just goes on and on and on. Somebody the analogy that the place in the delivery room is not a concert ticket that the husband can just trade but i mean ultimately it's the wife that is having the baby it's up to her to decide who can and who cannot be in the room and she wants the husband to be there she just doesn't want these other people to be there it's just so weird that the husband is using her like a bargaining token and volunteering her without even talking to her about it and giving up his spot in the delivery room as if that's not even important to her at all but What would you do if this was your significant other? How would you handle the whole situation and jerk or not a jerk and why? If you want to see the next story, go to the YouTube description, click on the playlist, and you can let the whole thing play in the background while you chill, play games, trade stock, commute to school or work. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the channel by hitting that subscribe button and then hitting the bell to turn on notifications. But either way, thanks a lot for watching, and I'll see you guys next time.